Hey, 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 welcome into another episode of The Grinds with your host Todd Fox and Maddie Matt. How's everybody doing today on this Wednesday, September 25th? Yes, sir. We are live on a Wednesday. We're ready to go. So with all that being said, this is The Grinds. You're now listening and watching our show. Chime in. You can call us up at, uh, what's the number again? 707-412-8406. Man. Today's topic is? Today's topic is a somewhat relationship one. Okay. We're going to talk about being step parents or being in a family with steps, step kids or being a step parent, and also interracial marriage. Ooh, that's a good one. So we all going to chime in. Mm-hmm. Give us your opinion if you are living in those situations, or even if you're not, or if you know someone who is and have some experience to share, call us in. Absolutely. So, look, let me type the number in. Yeah, type it in. Let me get this in. 707. Okay, so four, we're going to start four, off with our... Uh, eight, four, zero, six. Yes, so you want to start in with our uh, opening grind? Yeah, we got to start off with the opening grind. Give them opinions, Gab. He <laughs> he. Oh, that's uh, Stephanie. Okay. Uh, what'd you call it? Uh, opening grinds. Mm-hmm. No. You got to tell us where to find us, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you can find us on our website, www.thegrindspodcast.com. You can also find us on YouTube under The Grinds. And you can find us on all podcast mediums. Look us up under The Grinds. Absolutely. So with that being said, let's get into the show with our weekend recap. Weekend recap. So what happened on this weekend, man? This weekend, I rested. I rested. Okay. Me and the wifey just rested. That's it? Yes. I needed it. You know, I did. I think I did the same. I didn't do too much this week. So there's not much to recap. Uh, just took care of a few things, hung out with the family. We're doing a blended family as, as well, as you know. Oh, yeah. A few other people know. Um, and then as far as let's get to a quick grinds my gears real quick. You know, grinds my gears. Looky-loos when it's on the opposite side of the freeway. For those who don't know what looky-loos are, looky-loos is when there's a car accident and people decide to drive slow to look and observe what's going on. Okay, we all as humans are curious. Sometimes we want to know what's going on. I get it, whatever. But if you're on the opposite side of the freeway or the opposite side of the street, Mm -hmm. why are you stopping the flow of traffic? It's already going to get backed up on the side where the accident happened. Why are you guys on the other side backing up traffic just to get your little nosy selves involved in it? What you going to do? You ain't going to get out the car and help. By the way, speaking of freeways, it was a fight right now on my way to your house, man. This guy got out the car and was throwing some hands right now man, Ooh, on, the, man. On, the, on, the, on the 60. That's and I'm like, what? I seen the dude standing there. I thought it was a homeless dude. And the next thing you know, I just, bam, 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 bam. I'm like, oh, God, stopping traffic for a fight. Now that. Something like now that was entertaining, but there was nothing I could do. Oh man, yeah, that's crazy. But, uh, but yeah, but yeah, that's what grinds my gears, man. Looky lose on the opposite side of the freeway. Well, you know what grinds you guys suck. <laughs> you know what grinds my gears real quick, and we'll get the we'll get back to the Peter Griffin stuff because we were we forgot to do that too because we're kind of rushing through the show because we got somewhere to go. But um, we're gonna we're gonna get to to everybody in a second here. But, see Chelsea's comment. Yeah, give us some opinions. Um, so here's here's what we're gonna do here. Um, what grinds my gears is the other day, right? Check this out. 
So I'm driving up Vermont Street by Wilshire, and oh, I'm seeing okay. these. I'm seeing this woman right here, and she has two. Uh, first, I don't like those parents that just have leashes on their kids, you know, like backpack leashes or whatever. So in my mind, I'm already judging her as I'm pulling up. I'm about a half block away, and I see two two. Um, she's holding on to two leashes, and I'm like, crap, that's like irresponsible parents, or you can't keep them in check. I see two more leashes. As I'm coming up, I'm like, man, she's got four kids that look like they're under 10 that are all in leashes coming back from school. I'm like, dude, that woman just can't keep, you know, those kids got to be out of control. But then here's where I check myself. And what grinds my gears is my opinion on a person without seeing the real picture. Mm, I'm taking a shot at myself because what happened is when I drove up and I looked to my right, this woman had four in her hand, four leashes holding on to four kids with a walking stick on her right hand feeling through the crosswalk as she's walking with two kids in front of her, two kids behind her. And I looked at her eyes and you you know, when you could tell when someone's blind, how their eyes look hollow and she was completely blind, dude. Mm. And to me right there, I felt bad as a person. And then second, I'm like, where the hell is a guy that produced them kids? You know, he better be working three jobs or something like that because, and I, and I was just like, in my mind, I felt bad about myself, but then I was like, Oh my God, dude, what a woman. Yeah. What a woman. Yeah. And that woman wasn't old. She was she was pretty young, but she was blind. Had four kids right there taking care of them. Dude, hats off. She to me is a citizen of the week. I mean, there is give no her the reward. Huh? You know what I'm just saying? Give I just want to give her something because I mean, I thought, wow, dude, that's that's courageous. That's freaking that's amazing. I, I mean, I just grinds my gears is my quick judgment because yeah. I was already like, how dare you? <laughs> Shame on you, woman. Get them kids in check. <laughs> And it's like, no, dude, she's doing her thing. Why do you hate? Awesome. Why do you hate the leash on the kids, man? I just think it's la- it's lazy parenting, like especially. I mean, if you're just like walking around, it's like it's like a, a unruly dog. It's like you know, I mean, like, no, no. The reason why I ask is because I agree with you because I don't like it either. I wouldn't do it for myself, but I've seen situations where I understand why they do it. Okay, because you got some kids that just might be not mentally stable and they're just out of the out of control i agree agree. and the only way to contain them that sometimes is just okay hey i have to do this and so it's like i understand them i still i don't like it myself but i understand it so that's why i asked stephanie said haha i don't like it either so (laughs) but I, i understand it though i understand it so chelsea put i put you guys on and chloe started to cry that's her baby she was like She's not a fan. I thought she was a fan. Um, but let's get into the topic of the show, let's man. Get into the topic. I miss Peter Griffin, though. But yeah, let's know, get into the topic. So blended families, blended families, man. Whether it's race or just inheriting kids, exactly. And then we're both in a situation like that because you have kids, mm-hmm. but um, your wife uh, Sandra, shout out to Sandra, is a stepmother. Yes, and so you're in that situation even though those are your kids mm-hmm. and for me i'm in that situation too because i my wife has two kids and i'm a stepfather so we can give give uh different opinions on mm-hmm. that on both sides so for me being a stepdad it's actually pretty fun i mean obviously uh you know obviously they, their dad is still in their lives and stuff so that's okay you know it's fine everything's mm-hmm. okay but for me, it's like it's cool because I can be that role of a father figure, yes, and still be that fun guy, mm-hmm. and have the same love from them as if they were my kids, my own kids, you know. And I and I like that because 
I don't look at them as, okay, those are my stepkids. Because, like, whenever I'm at work and someone asks me, do I have kids? I say, yeah, I got two. Like, it just flows right out. I don't yeah, look yeah. at it like that. I mean, I know it. If that's the situation. But I don't look at it like that, you know, if you have love for them. So I think the key part of any step-parenting situation is that you have to have love. Yeah. And for those who, you know, like, oh, yeah, I, I my wife has kids, but I don't. It's like, I don't think it's natural it's not a natural feeling right there. You know what I'm saying? Like for someone to say that, because at the end of the day, those are your kids now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, like I told you when you were dating Gabby, it was like, man, it takes a real man to inherit or take on kids because especially when you don't have any yourself. And then to not only that do with the things that you do, which I hats off to you. You're spending time with him. You had tea party last night. Don't time be you. putting my info <laughs> on blast, man. But that's cool though. <laughs> That's very respectful that you had a tea party with him. He hung out. First with him. time I ever had tea party, man. See, you wouldn't even have a tea party with me, man. Hey, man, you never asked. No, I know. <laughs> do you do you like it with two? Don't be going there, man. With some honey, or hey, man, give me a little sprinkles of uh, ice cube, man. Oh, okay. Be the Mad Hatter and uh, the the, the um, what's the other the rabbit? Are you gonna be the rabbit? I'm I'll be the man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be the man. I got yeah, makes sense. Like that, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. I'm the brown one. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be the rabbit. <laughs> no, but I mean you're. To think about it, in this world, it's not as bad because we live in California, but any other yeah. state, maybe, it'd be a little different. Like if you're back east or down Utah. south. Down south. Utah. Yeah, Utah. <laughs> well, you'd have religion, too. You, Don't, you, would, you, would, you wouldn't be Mormon. Yeah. And you're not white. But but the fact is, you know, you're with Gabby. She's Latina. You're obviously African-American. You can say black. Black. Okay. <laughs> well, that's why people have to be politically correct. So and That's all good, man. Um, but no, just the fact that you know you're you're already a mixed couple as it is and then you're bringing in two kids and then some people you'll get those stares you know what that's absolutely true and not only that i'm getting those stares you get those stares automatically if you're in a interracial uh, it's not as bad in california but i know what you mean yeah because you you're a white guy mm -hmm. sanders uh, I, I dated a black girl before and i was and you got those stares yeah yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. and so you automatically get those stares if you're in an interracial relationship mm -hmm. you i really get those stares when I'm with the kids, because it's like they know those kids aren't, they, you know, let's be real. You know, a mixed kid when you see one, mm -hmm. they know they're not mixed and automatically they know, okay, you're not the dad, you know, and that's what I think most people are staring at me for. It's like, you, those are you, like, that's you. Like, and it's like, I, for me, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, those are my kids. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I guess some people it's kind of like weird. It's like, why would you be in that situation? Yeah, you know. And it's like, well, I love my wife and I love my kids, so that's my situation. Like, that's why I wanted to be in that. So, and there's a sad reality to that. Not that, not that you're, not that your position is. You're actually in a good position with everything you just mentioned. The sad reality of, with a lot of people is a lot of people look at it as, wow, you know, there's not too many of his kind around. Meaning father figures that are willing to step step up and take care of kids that are not their own. Mm -hmm. So in a way it's a good thing. And, and it's a sad thing, you know, secondary too. So, um, absolutely. And then for, for you, for your example, um, mm -hmm. being that Sandra is a stepmother, how do you take it with in your situation? Um, I think, I think <laughs> Rob Gal is living in Utah. Um, well, yeah, well, here's the thing like with, uh, with Sandra's thing is for her to jump in on it. It's kind of a little different because at least you're getting these your girls when they were younger. 
Mm, and, that's true. And that is true. I dated somebody that she had um, the kids when they were younger, and I thought she was going to be the one that we were going to wind up with, and it didn't happen. But it was a very problematic in the long run because my kids got really close to her they looked at her as the mother figure the primary because her mom at that time wasn't in the in play i had custody so it's like all of a sudden you know when she went away it hurt all of us and yeah. so but now if you know and especially when i was dating after that when they became teenagers before sandra they'd be like oh dad's dating a girl okay whatever you know yeah. they were they were numb to it and then they were they didn't mind it their mom was around so they didn't care who i was dating who she was dating but i think sandra came around at a good time and a bad time because she wasn't able to establish a rapport with them growing up and then second like they were already like not on their way out but but they're they're like you know we're setting our ways already so they've missed they made the best of it you know what i mean so, <laughs> and Rob is like, "Why am I being brought up?" Well, my name getting brought up. I just got in here. Is you in Utah? You live in. It's because we brought up Utah, so yeah. that's why. And you live there with Carl Malone, shooting squirrels. Um, Don't be so disrespectful. But no, there's a there's a there's a lot of dynamics to mixed couples and mixed relationships. I think it's dope. Yeah, I think it's dope that two different cultures could put their prejudice aside because let's be real there's prejudice in every race mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you're racist or it doesn't mean you are prejudiced but it, it, there are times where every race can have a prejudice yeah because all of us are, have that built in us to, yeah to be that at some point we whether we mean it or not yeah we've said some things to offend somebody or, or, or to bring it i just it's unfortunately it's those that take it to the next level yeah. or they make it hatred yeah because there's times where you're driving and you're just like, oh, that's stupid, fill in the blank. And it's not even a cuss word, it's a racial word yeah. because you're you're mad and you you generalize an entire population <laughs> over one thing that happens. You know what I mean? I'm laughing because of you this morning, man. <laughs> you already know what you did. Oh, so you're going to call me out. Right? <laughs> all right, all right, throw me in the bus. Hey, look, okay. I work in Koreatown. That's all I got to say. And I'm on the phone with, with this guy right here. We're, I think we were talking about the podcast and stuff. And in the background, I'm at work, mind you. I hear a teacher asking me to open a door if I had a key to open the door. And he's has a heavy Korean accent. Oh, yeah, you can definitely tell. You could just, as soon as you hear his mouth, you can just be like, okay, he's Asian. And so the way he said it, it was hilarious. But this guy right here, oh my, you've been in a situation where you are in a room or in somewhere where you just can't laugh out loud because the person next to you might think you're laughing at them. Like if somebody fell down right in front of you or well, farted. Well, you were in the awkward position. It's sort of like my, my friend Carlos, when I used to talk with him on the phone all the time, He, I'd be in like a drive-thru and I'd have him on Bluetooth. And then, <laughs> and then he'd be saying like weird dirty things when i'm trying to order it on the microphone and they're like they can like, hear them they'll be like welcome to jackpot can i take your order oh yeah let me get some of that uh, yeah. that cream on your face <laughs> something right and, and so like i'll be super embarrassed right and so like when you, when you have the headphones on and you're talking to someone i'm like well, let me take a shot and embarrass them or try to make them laugh and so like when i heard his accent i i was like oh so you want to open the door you know and, <laughs> you didn't just say it like that, man. The guy was like, uh, Mr. Mayo, can you open the door for me, please? And this guy just just, just butchered. He's like, 
Oh, Mr. Mayos, can you open the door for the Eli Mannings? And I was just like, yo, dude, you need to chill, bro, because I can't laugh right now. You're busting me up. And then the lady, it was a lady in there. She's looking at me because I'm smiling. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like holding it in. And she's smiling. Like, she's looking at me like, I know you're talking about us because I'm talking too. And I just had to hurry up and run out the room and just bust up laughing at this guy right here, man. You were like, I got a fart. I'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Don't be on the phone with someone that's going to make you laugh. It's just, it's I, lo- I love making this guy laugh because it was an infectious laugh. <laughs> and, it's, and the way he busts up, it's the best, dude. It's the best. So anytime I can make Maddie laugh, it's like, oh, it's like, it's like yes, yes, I won. Right. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, don't, uh, leave me alone, man. Oh, it's Talking about like mixed relationships real quick mm-hmm. like my daughter she has a crush she has a crush or she's um i'm just gonna put the number <laughs> oh geez look he says i live here with the whites people and tequila what my tequila my tequila died um but no here's here's the thing that I'm, I'm talking about like as far as like mixed relationships too like my daughter right she's always had a crush on black guys okay. and i have a feeling that she's gonna marry one and there's a there's a there's a kid that she likes you know what yeah, I'm not gonna name names, but he's a really good kid, and uh, you know they're getting along or whatnot. And if, if things come to play and they they wind up you know getting married later on or whatever, getting together, um, and they were to have a kid, I actually welcome it because the kids, mixed kids, are gorgeous. Man, mixed kids are beautiful. And and like I would love to see like my grand oh, that sounds weird granddaughter like with like you know afro curly like, hair. afro curly hair that like. <laughs> Mocha skin, it's like oh, you're gonna be like uh um uh, not Mufasa. Um dang with the uh, Rafiki. Oh, Rafiki. Circle of life yeah, on yeah, the video. Yeah. <laughs> and then my, my other daughter's gonna come around and she's like, hey dad, I'm like, get out of here. Hold the, the grandbaby. <laughs> you're gonna be proud of that nickname. Oh, yeah, 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 man. Um but no, I mean look look at look at my daughters, they're mixed, they're pretty. I mean, it's just um I think I think it. You don't always have to be stuck in the whole. Um, I think that's a good thing about California. It's not as bad as it used to be, where you oh, walk around. Bad, yeah, and, and now you see mixed relationships all the time. I mean, Sandra looks more white than anything. She looks whiter than me. Yeah, but she's Latina. Um, I've dated dark uh, girls too, and right now the daughter that we're um, uh, fostering right now, she's dark as as sin, and and I get looks too. They're like, you know who? You, you know, know it's. it's, it's it's rare when you see a white guy with a black woman mm-hmm. or a darker woman, whoever, wherever it may be. So I think when when that happens, it's like I do get the, you, I I do see why people stare because it's like it's rare. It's rare to see a white yeah. guy because to be honest, there ain't that many white guys in South LA anymore unless they move you know more further. Well, I don't know. Gentrification's changed a lot of that. Yeah, I have to give you that. All these white bearded dudes down in Compton. It's like what the heck? I know, man. It's shocking, man. Mm-hmm. Todd does it to me all the time. What is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what she's referring to. But um, Matt Stacks, what up? What up, Skull Gang? But yeah, this is this is something where when you're in mixed relationships, you get looks a lot. But I think it, when when it comes down to it, color shouldn't be the issue. Oh, it should be like not. if the couples are happy together, if the families are happy together, because it's a challenge when you're taking on someone else's kids. How are they going to react to you? The the whole thing that is a challenge. And kids will kids will test that right off the bat. I mean, right off the bat, as soon as they know that the the kids are are um, are what do you call it? Um, being into uh, what's it called? 
as soon as they know you're the you're the one that's going to be the next father figure the authority they're going to test it right away they're going to be like well i don't have to listen to him you're not really my parent because that will come out sooner or later yep and then also but you know what see how much they can get away with if your wife or your husband is supportive Mm -hmm. and they nip that in the bud right away because i already told i asked gabby like what if you ever hear them say that because you know like you said eventually they might say that Mm -hmm. you know and she already told me i'm nipping that in the bud right then and there if he if i if it even come out they lip i'm checking them right then and there on the spot like so if you have someone that that got your back it's it's, it's pretty cool it's pretty that's cool, cool. that's yeah, cool yeah because so. you need that type of thing because <clears throat> um being a parent is tough enough but when you got when you got to lay down the rules and they can't uh what do you call it you you don't have the power the total power you're not he-man you can't like render the 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 uh Discipline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that can be a problem. That is true. That is also true because I don't know, for me being a step, like as far as discipline, as far as spanking with the rod and stuff, or you know, spanking in, in general, I kind of back off of that because you know, at the end of the day, you do realize those are not your kids. And for me, I just I, I shy away from hitting, but I will speak and say something verbally. I'll stop them like, "Hey, don't do that," or you know, there there I will do that. But that's just me. But I know some I know some step parents who spank their step kids, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Just, that's just for me. It's like I, I just don't feel comfortable. Yeah, it, I guess it's a case to case basis because. If you're if you're put in a situation where you have to lay out the discipline, it's got to be done. But again, if it's not your kid, I could see where you're a little, you shy away from it. You kind of like want to enforce other rules or discipline before that happens. Um, but in the long run, I would definitely think that um, I think I think that as a parent, you need to establish the authority. So at some point, you're gonna have to like be like, all right, well, I don't want to hit him, but I gotta hit him this time so they know. And then that way they won't test you when it comes to that again, because then all you have to do is use the threat. And if you hit them the right way on the butt, which yeah, you got, got intended, yep. If you if you hit them in the right spot, man, I mean, I'm telling you, they they can't they can't argue it. But you know what else is true though? I've learned, especially about men, our voice can be intimidating, intimidating because mm-hmm. ours is a little deeper. You mm-hmm. know, if we, and especially for those who don't really raise their voice. If you like, for example, myself, I'm pretty chill and laid back. But the moment I, yo, like I raise my voice and say, they're gonna, be like, whoa, you know, I've never seen mm-hmm. him like do that. So let me, he, he must be really mad. Mm-hmm. Let me step back because well, I, I notice that at work when I'm with, uh, where, where I work with the kids. Like I'm pretty, I don't really talk with the kids that much. I'll speak and say, hey, how you doing? Whatever. I don't do that. But if I see him doing something, I, yo, stop. They, they freeze. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay. They, they they know they that voice yeah yeah because yeah, you're a happy-go-lucky guy and every time that you've uh well, thank you every every time <laughs> i always see you with a smiling face when i'm talking to you so if you were to be it's like hey man out. stop it i'm like okay dude. you'd be like see i got him in check i didn't have to spank him this time <laughs> now why would i thank you man i don't know man I'm just saying, Paul, Paul, if there had to be some discipline i i, I just look at I look at you the way you're looking at me i'm like all right man i'm sorry dude yeah there's been times where I have to, I have to buck up, as we say. Okay. Yeah. But, 
But I try not to. Look at my wife and Stephanie having side conversations. This is the grind podcast. Y'all, y'all have your little chit chat to win. I know, right? <laughs> nah, I'm just messing around. But yeah, man. So, but like I was mentioning earlier, as far as like, as far as the prejudice goes, mm-hmm. it's no place for that because you have some people who was raised up a certain way. True. You know, whether it be from their grandparents or their parents, they're raised to be distanced from certain cultures. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate it when I see interracial couples because it just shows a better light in life because you, you, you kind of like shun away from the old way of thinking, you know, because yeah. you still got some people who believe in their traditions and their, and their culture, mm-hmm. you know, sad to say. And some parents aren't acceptable of certain people. Certain, they're not acceptable of their kids dating certain people at certain true. races. And I've seen that. And it's like, man, that's sad, man. Like, get with the program, man. Times has changed. It's old school mentality. I, I know, but it's like, you can you, at work, I see it, man. I see some of the parents that look look at me a certain way because, because of who I am. And it's like, get with the program. Like, There's... it is what it is. There's some cultures that'll just stick to that. They'll just be like, okay, I'm a Korean. He's, you know, uh, I want my kids to, to marry only a Korean or, or or some whites. It's just the same thing. It's just either how they're raised or how they feel. And they try to inject that to their kids. And unfortunately, yeah, you get some stares, man. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I've been with a couple different cultures and I think the one that I got the most stares was when I was dating a, a, a black a black girl couple. Like literally, I got stared at a lot by the by black guys. By the black guys, especially oh, especially dude. This one time we went to go play basketball, right? Uh-huh. And I'm playing with a bunch of uh, mixed mixed a mixed crowd at a basketball game, right? So she shows up, and everyone's like looking over her because she's like the only one that came to the gym, right? She comes over to, to uh, and they're they're thinking that they're, she's gonna walk up to one of the black guys. When she walks up to me and gives me a kiss, everyone's like, "Whoa!" Yo, and then, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. I know that feeling. I know that. Feeling. And, and right away, right away, one of my my Mexican friends came over to me. He's like, "Hey, man, props!" Like that. <laughs> I'm like, "What? It's not an award. I'm just dating a girl. It doesn't matter. Color don't matter to me. You know what I mean?" I remember that growing up, because especially like like. If for a white guy to be with a black girl who was like pretty, like mm-hmm. you know, pretty, nice body, whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like, what the heck? Like it was different. I wasn't I didn't know but white people growing up where I live and and, and watch. I there wasn't nobody around. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> Y'all migrated somewhere else, man. Over here in Whittier. You're all yeah. legend has it. There used to be white people here. <laughs> I wasn't racist, it just was different. So when I I would see, like, I would go play ball or something, and, you know, you're talking white guy with the long socks and stuff playing ball and balling, and you see this black girl who you think would go up to a, one of these black guys, and he goes to him, it's like, what? Like, it was confusing. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't, like, racist. It was like, what the heck? Yeah, yeah. What you doing? <laughs> like, And so I, I get that. I get that feeling. Mm-hmm. That now some of those black guys probably was racing. Was like, what you doing with the white guy? Over there? Yeah. Can, yeah. yeah, it's just reversed. Yeah, yeah but I, I get it. By the way, you're you're being asked to show your wedding ring. Yeah, I know. I, I, 
it's at home. I can't wear my wedding ring at work because I work around chemicals. So, Carlos, I don't want to damage it. So it's He's at, just trolling, dude. I know he's trolling, but I really got to explain. That's why I don't have no yeah, one. We, we gave you a shout-out on the football show. I know, man. Show, don't man. be going over here trolling me, man. Get out of here. <laughs> and then my wife and uh, Stephanie still going back and forth. Y'all funny. Oh, look at Sandra put, I can't picture you with a black girl, baby. You can barely handle my attitude. Bam! Dude, okay. She has... There's a difference. Yeah, yeah. There is a huge difference. I will admit. Now, again, the girl I was with was not... You know, we went two, and they weren't on the level that I heard nice. Heard them, you know, people saying, oh, well, they have, they have attitude, this and that. They didn't treat me bad, but Sandra has that Latina fire, man, so... When she gets hurt, you know, I know when she's mad. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. You can tell when a Latina's mad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. When they start going for sharp objects, oh. I, I start to be quiet and I just get in the corner. Well, I haven't experienced that yet, but oh. I, that voice, they get vocal. Sandra's small, but <laughs> she, she carries a big stick if she has to. You know what I'm saying? Oh. It's an old <laughs> saying, okay? Pause. Pause. I just realized it. <laughs> it's, it's that one where they say, you know, he may be short, but he carries a big stick. <laughs> And then as I said it, I looked over at you. I'm like, yeah, that was a pause moment. Yeah. That was a pause moment. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. I don't know what happens at the Mexicans house, but hey, y'all y'all having fun. That's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Carlos said that tonight's show is casual. That's an inside joke. Uh, I think it's more of a hooligan mm-hmm. status. Whatever. OG Terry Williams. Uh, I love saying this man's name for his Facebook name. Terry, I got in the car. Williams, that is the funniest thing. Man. Hey, what he said last week was hilarious. Oh, man. He, go, he goes, when you get to my age and you you want to make love with your wife, he goes, sometimes you got to pray as a man and be like, oh, Lord Jesus, please make it work. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best, dude. Next to, next to Marvin's... Uh, yeah, I like the I like the book. Oh man, <laughs> you set him up, man. You ain't right. You just you you cold, man. You cold. You like, set what's him the up. Second thing you like in a woman, Marvin? What booty? <laughs> oh no no, hooters. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if anybody don't know Marvin, whatever he said, well, uh, you know something's coming out of his mouth yeah. that's going to be different. This, this is going to be his, and his mind is real. Something janky's going to happen, man. Well, uh, yeah, you got to make sure he says it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, yeah that's, <laughs> that's my boy, man. That's my boy, man. Absolutely. So uh, if you guys got any experiences that y'all want to speak on or y'all have any tips for those who are in interracial relationships or who are in a step-parent role, or call us in, 707-412-8406. That's the number to call in. But yeah, so overall, I love it. Um, I love my kids. Love mm-hmm. spending. You know what? I love doing these things because I've never been. You know, I don't have a kid. I don't have any kids of my own. But this is new to me, so I love coming home. And then you know, they come up to me, give me a hug. As soon as I open the door, they call me Daddy M. Daddy M. No. Daddy M. Don't worry about why they call me Daddy M. Man, don't worry about it. I thought they'd be like Mister Miles. <laughs> That was before. That was before. Now they call me daddy. Yeah. And so they come up to me, hug my little, they hug my knee. Hug your little legs. They, well, they can't reach my, they can't reach me, man. They hug my kneecap, man. Tom, no. 
your little legs. What? Is, not my little leg. Oh, I got a big no. leg. <laughs> they only little man. They little man. So they hug my leg. I gotta reach down. It's fun though. But yeah, it's it's, it's a beautiful. Don't be laughing this time, man. I know you. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> They're all. Oh, they hug my childbearing hips, and then uh, hey, boy, man, I got some Saquon Barkley hips, man, and them legs, man. Don't worry about it. I, I can kick a horse, man. You can what? I can kick a horse. You can kick a horse with these thunder thighs, man. Shit, I can kick, I can kill a horse. Gabby's like, that's more to hold on to. <laughs> Don't worry about. <laughs> Don't worry about what she said. Sorry, wow, Gabby, Maddie sorry. has little legs. Don't get out of here, Sandra. Don't be chiming in too. No, everybody know I ain't got no little legs. I don't know about that, man. I, I don't want to know. Man. Don't vote <laughs> Whatever, man. Go back to the subject. <laughs> what are we talking about again? I forgot. No, I was just saying that it's a beautiful feeling coming home and having the kids admire you and stuff. And it's like it, you really feel the warm and the love, man. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I love it. Yeah, I love it. So, and then going to see the wifey, you know, give her a kiss and be like, when I get home, it's, it's a beautiful feeling. Beautiful feeling. Aww. Matt, you play soccer or kick field goals? You know what? Believe it or not, I did play soccer rugby. in middle school. Rugby? Oh, I would be a great Yeah, you'd be good in rugby. Okay, I didn't play for like on a team or anything, but you know, my, my homeboys, Jose and Jorge or whoever it may be, will pick me and be like, hey, come play soccer. And I played goalie. <laughs> Nothing was getting through these legs, man. Thunder. You know, look, guys, no hands. Sanders said, I thought he said I could take a horse. I was like, pause. Whoa. You know what? You know what? I, I That's why I asked you to repeat it. I'm like, I didn't know that. No, I didn't say. Hold oh. on. My boy Nick is on, man. Hey. Nick. Oh, Nick. The Dolphins. He traded teams. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Stop that. Guess what team he went to? He even announced it. I didn't see. Them boys. He switched to them boys. He's a good man. Nick, he got, he got tired man. of it, and then he explained himself, and I had no – usually I, I get on on people when they bandwagon, but when his, <laughs> his reasoning, I was like, you know what? No. I ain't mad at him. Look at that. Hey, rugby, what ancient thing is that? Oh. <laughs> no, no, you know what? Rugby was dope back in, back in the day, man. Rugby's like a European sport. It is. Yeah. It is. And no yeah. one's more European than you are, man. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of that European, I got to <laughs> – don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> that's a different story. I don't want to put it on the uh, My wife knows. But <laughs> no, I don't, don't want to know that. No, you don't want to She knows. She's probably busting up laughing right now because she knows what I'm talking about. But um, my teacher in middle school, she was, I don't know what she was. She was probably German or something, but she was, she was a lesbian. She taught us. Okay. She, yeah, it was weird because whatever. She was the one who taught us how to play rugby. Like, that was the sport we had to play. There was no football. She's like, hey, guys. Seriously. You got to get out there. Her name was Miss Gorman. Real dope. But she's like, you guys don't need to play football. Y'all need to play rugby. What the heck is rugby? We didn't know. You know, kids from Watts. And she made us in PE class sit in the auditorium, and we watched the film and history of rugby. That's boring. (laughs) That's straight up boring. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, so I, I actually know somebody, uh, Troy, that played basketball with us. He's on my friends list. He uh, he played for the U.S. Uh, rugby team. Really? Yeah, he's he's that. There's good. a U.S. rugby team. Yeah, he's that good. Dude, like, show me. You know how they get down? Like, he broke his nose, and during the game, and they wanted to take him out, but what he did is took grass 
and he shoved it up each nostril, like to where it plugged it, and he played the whole game with like not breathing through his nose. So you got to be something wrong with you for you to do something like that, man. You got to be fully committed. That's a physical freaking sport, dude. Like a physical, physical it's sport. It's football, hockey, uh, soccer, all wrestling, in one. wrestling, all, all in ones, one. man. And they just called it rugby. Yeah, there's no helmets. No helmets. Um, just straight. There was a guy who played with a broken leg. Played the rest of the game with a broken leg. I mean, see, how see, do you see, do that? See, that's a different animal, man. See, I wouldn't fight somebody that's a rugby player. I but wouldn't either. I'm walking right away. They tear you apart. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. But uh, yeah. But yeah, we're getting <laughs> getting back to relationships. Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I don't know how we got to rugby. Oh, stop! St- dang it, Steph. <laughs> no, that's not how we got about rugby. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you got into it. Um, no, nah, as far as families are concerned, uh, too. It could be like a rugby match if you don't get a hold of it as a father, because that's the thing. If you come into it, it can get out of hand really fast if you don't get either your wife on check who's not on board or the kids on check who are not on board, because that could make for a toxic thing. Because I'll be honest with people out there, because I'm an honest guy. Um, Go for it. A lot of times, especially with me and Sandra, we've had issues because the girls were teenagers and thought they knew more. And then when Sandra would speak up, they, com- they completely would crap on whatever she had to say because who was she? She's not our mom. Who was she? What does she know? Blah, 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 blah. She's a new person. And I had to deal with that right off the bat. And then and then when I started to get them under control, it was Sandra would be like, I don't want them talking to me like that, which I totally understood. But then again, I had to check her because it's like, okay, you, you can't be saying that in front of them. And then it got to a dynamic to where we finally worked things out and where everyone's on the oh. spec. But it was for a minute there. Yeah, we got a phone call. Get a phone call. Gee, who is this? Caller, you on the air? Tell us who you are, where you from. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi, little legs. (laughs) Hey, don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I was literally cracking up, sitting in traffic. There's people looked at me weird. I'm, like, literally cracking up when you're like, I could take a horse. I said I can kick a horse. Uh uh. Pause. Anyway. <laughs> what's up, Sandra? Hello. It's Mrs. Meshki. I'm sorry, what's up, Mrs. Meshki? Hi. I'll make this quick because, you know. So anyways, um the whole step family thing you know, it's very common these days because a lot of people in our age group or in our um, generation either um, marry into kids or have kids and marry someone with no kids. And it's like super common these days. That's true. So it's like, it's not taboo like it used to be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So because I, you know, I dated or I got married late, it was like, in my age group, it was kind of like, well, I'm probably going to end up with a guy that has kids or, you know, like, it's just it was one of those things that you're like, okay, you pretty much expect it because of your age group, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, in a nutshell, um, I didn't hear the last part that Todd was saying that because I called in and it cut off, um, saying that if he doesn't have control of it, it can't turn into a rugby match. Yeah, I can't. Because... <clears throat> Well, you know, Todd knows, but poor guy, he has three women in the house. 
you get three women and they're estrogen and hormones. And they're on their period at the same time. Don't go there, man. <laughs> just saying. I know. I was trying to avoid that. Every but, other week. Um, three different, three different um, personalities. It can be pretty tough. I mean, me coming into a marriage, like like Todd was saying, for you, okay, well, of course for you it's different because um, you're the man. You're a guy, I mean, and then you're coming into and the girls are a lot younger. For me, it was harder because the girls are older, and so they're already like set in their ways and stuff like that. So, when coming into a marriage with girls that are teenagers, it wasn't easy, and it still isn't easy. I'm not saying it's sunshine and rainbows all the time, but you know, it, it is rewarding because um, there will be times where Todd doesn't want to do something or watch something with me, and I'm like, hey, I can get the girls to watch it with me or whatever. Like, they they both have their own differences, but we have things in common in different ways. Does that make sense? Somewhat. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. But basically, like, it's cool because, you know, we all have different hobbies, and, you know, like, there'll be times where Todd will want to do something, and I'm like, fine, I'll just do it with the girls. You know what I mean? Jeez, you made me sound pretty crappy there. No, I meant, no, like, there'll be times where I want to watch something and you're like, ew, I don't want to watch it, but the girls are like, ooh, I want to watch that show or whatever, and then Todd's like, hey, I wanted to watch something together as a family. I'm like, what? You don't want to watch it? Basically, it comes down to it's never going to be perfect, but there's times you just got to make the best out of what you got. And sometimes oh, it can yeah. all, it can all come together or sometimes it can all go to hell. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, just, you just got to live, yeah. uh, take the good with the good and deal with the bad as it comes and just try not to overdo it either way. That's, I mean, yeah. it's simple as that. It's, I mean, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's not easy all the time, but it is rewarding. Um, you just gotta be patient. That's mm-hmm. the very the the biggest thing is be patient. And yeah. So yep. All right. That's it. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. And, yes, uh, ma'am. Oh, and then and real and real quick for interracial. Um, I'm not in an interracial relationship because Todd isn't white. He's half black, half Mexican. <laughs> so I've been told. I agree. With He's a little white. Yeah, he well, he does have his white side though, with his dad jokes and his dad shorts. Don't forget the dancing. Oh yeah, there's nothing whiter than my dancing. I am embarrassing myself, dude. Seriously, I can't dance to save my life. Those shorts are awesome. I have the no, no. I won't do Crocs ever, what? ever. Just no, not for you. No, no, no. Just no. No, or those, or those sandals that, or the Jesus sandals that the old men wear. I don't like the Jesus sandals. Hell no. Tony has a pair. Well, of course Tony Tony does. Tony struggles with them Jesus sandals. (laughs) Oh man! All right then. All right, all right, Andrew. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was Andrew Mashki. Sandra, Sandra. But uh, yeah, so. that's our show for today. We're cutting it right now. Yeah, we might have to, brother. Okay, yeah, we got a we got an Angels game to go to. Where we're, we're gonna, 
where they're on their way. You got to tone it down a little, have a casual conversation. Where they're probably on their way to a yet another loss. So don't be bashing our team like that, man. <laughs> hey, true fan, baby. True fan of the end. This bad both, of our, both of our predictions was wrong, by the way. This team has been a train wreck. This train. This, this, train, this team has been horrible. We got players dying on our team. That, that's how much they want out of 10. No, it's kidding. No, but just <laughs> jacked up, man. No, but that's we, cold. Hey, well, look. Okay, if he died tragically, but he died on drugs, that kind of sucks. But still, yeah. I mean, come on now. But <laughs> this is this has been one of the worst years watching baseballs for me. Dude, we stopped watching in July. I remember the conversation we had when we lost to the Baltimore Oilers. Well, Oilers, Oilers. Sorry. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. When we lost to them, me and Todd was like, dude, we're three games back. We got a chance. We're playing the worst team in baseball. We got them for four games. We're three games back, and we're playing four games of the worst teams and everyone else is playing tough teams and everyone loves playing tough team you know what we did against the worst team we lost three times and won once then the next series we played the worst team and lost again that was our season in july and then we got beat by cincinnati then cleveland swept us and then all these other teams just started beating the crap out of us and don't be like, rooting for the oakland A's dub og terry get out of here man even though they're doing good yeah we're gonna we're gonna see our team yeah Guy has on the game while bar- <laughs> he's barbecuing and he shouts and claps. Casual. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you need those fans. They bring in the revenue, right, Carlos? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, he's referring. That's a shot at his brother's podcast, which is garbage. Don't be mean. It is bad. He breaks down fandom, and it is like the worst 15 minutes of your life. If you listen I'm going to listen to it just because you're so disrespectful. Man. I bet I might like it. It's horrible. Oh, my God. No. First off, he goes. He's like, he's like, eighteen percent of the casual fans. You need that revenue because the thirty-six percent of other casual fans are good all the time. I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? That doesn't add. That don't, up. That don't add up. Yeah. So I mean, thanks, you OG Terry. All right, Terry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everyone for commenting and also participating. Absolutely. Catch us next week at the same time, five p.m. We'll be a little more on time. That is our show. We actually did pretty good. Yeah, we compared actually did, to last week. We did a shorter show too. We just get over the fear, people, to call in because we enjoy phone calls. Yeah, we do. Call in, like, and subscribe us too on YouTube because we're needing more subscribers. So if exactly. you go over there, we have all our stuff over there. We have more stuff on the way as well. So for Todd Fox and Natty Matt, this has been another episode of the Grinds. Peace.